0: I'm Justin, and I'm Sarah, and this is Dead Talk. one ultrasound and they said the heartbeat is slow and steady so that's well not slow and steady you know strong and
1: steady well you're not gonna have a, a tortoise no well, that's maybe good.
0: who knows <laughs> uh, I think we're finding out the sex this month but I'm not sure
1: it's usually around week 20 so I don't know how long
0: <laughs> um, then no we're not gonna find the sex out just yet I don't think so I don't know
1: are you going to keep it a surprise or are you going to yeah. uh, just tell us now kind of a thing?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we're, we're, gonna, we're not going to, like, wait. We're, they're going to tell us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're not sure how we're going to announce it to everybody else yet. I don't got money for parties.
1: Yeah, I didn't <laughs> do anything with my kiddo. I, like, um, my Facebook profile picture was yeah, the, and, uh the controllers yeah, yeah. The little the little thing yeah and then um whenever i found out that we were having a girl i did like little pink border around that and called that good <laughs>
0: like,
1: having a girl there we go all right
0: um yeah not a lot going on with me i'm going to a fallen universe concert later this month that's cool Ooh. my brother's gonna buy us some tickets for uh we came as Romans. Nice. Yeah, gonna see them hopefully in March.
1: I'm going to maybe see a movie, possibly with my sister and niece, but we don't know which one yet. And she's Birds of a, Prey. Uh, huh?
0: Birds of Prey.
1: Eh, uh, I don't know. I'm not too like any DC movie lately. I'm just like meh.
0: Yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Plus, she's an RN, and then I work six days. So, like, finding a time that we're both available is kind of difficult. That sucks. Yeah, but you know, adult life. Woo! Adult life with children.
0: Yeah. Man, looking to shift. Do they have that in your area? Or Postmates? Nope.
1: Postmates? Uh, no, they don't have that yet.
0: They am. Never mind. Because I was going to say, like, it has a lot of flexibility, and it's fucking easy, and you make decent money, so. It's my side hustle. <laughs> I'm $125
1: yesterday
0: doing that. Dang. Yeah. <clears> Took <throat> the day off today. Yeah, mine is super short, and I, I wanted to get an episode recorded this week, but, you know, working the two jobs doesn't have time to do anything. Because uh, I wanted it to be um, because it was just going to be me, I wanted to be a, a Lost Cosmonauts episode. Oh, uh-huh. But I wanted to really do all the research on it and, like, get like, all the theories as detailed as possible and
1: oh, that these would, like, sound well clips and all that
0: shit. One. Yeah. Yeah. So, it got, yeah, that's maybe some other day.
1: <laughs> I think that's going to have to be, like, one of those things that you, uh, like that would be like a, a series, like yeah, do, like a chapter and episode. You know,
0: like yeah. that would
1: that would seriously take at least a year to fully research.
0: With my schedule, fuck yeah. I got a kid in the way. What the heck?
1: The good thing is that infants kind of just lay there, so you can. Do a little bit more for a little bit?
0: Yeah, hopefully I'll be able to work at home by that point. So um work at home is you can work two days a week at home and come into the office for three days and have a desk. Mm-hmm. Or work three days a week at home and go in the office for two days and just use one of the random empty desks. Hmm. So, I mean, I figure... If me and Jessica can both do work at home uh, three days a week, we'd never need a babysitter. And mm-hmm. her job, she's not on the phone ever. So if, like, the kids started crying, she'd be able to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it'd be easy. Plus, I know that all the grandparents want to babysit. So I'm not really too worried about that.
1: That really helps out a lot.
0: Yeah, for real. <sighs> July 31st. Jessica's sister's getting married July eighteenth, so a kid better not be a butthole and come early.
1: <laughs> they like to do that. They like to show up whenever they want to.
0: I know. Could you imagine if her water breaks during the ceremony? Oh my god, <laughs> that'd be insane.
1: <laughs> it can definitely happen.
0: I know. I should be stealing her sister's big day.
1: <laughs> I don't think she'd mind, though. <laughs> like, if that's not something you can like control.
0: That's true. That, we'd have to like reschedule and like pay half for half of the wedding or something.
1: <laughs> mm. I mean, she'd probably be having contractions before her water breaks, so it wouldn't be like a complete surprise, just out of nowhere.
0: Right. I don't know how kids work. I, I, don't, I don't know how old kids like. Gotta be for certain things like potty training and things oh, like, like
1: that, and stuff?
0: yeah. Like, I have no clue how any of that, like, kids that I think are like seven or eight or like five and talking and running around doing all this stuff. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I
1: mean, and every kid's different too. Um, but there's a bajillion different resources, even online, so you don't even have to pay for them, just kind of like there's apps and stuff that'll be like. Um, for the first year it's like every month and then uh after the first year it's a little bit more spread out. But um like at this age, your child should be doing blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, every every week, Jessica's like, Are like it, they're the size of a lemon. They're the yeah. size of a strawberry. It's like, Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I did a little um a pregnancy photo shoot with my cousin and we did little um it was a produce pregnancy shoot. So I'd have like a little piece of um Fruit or veggies that was the approximate size of my kiddo. It was fun. It was cute.
0: So, what? Um, I guess month or stage you start to like actually notice, or is that kind of different for me? Oh, like woman? the bump or yeah. like
1: moving. Uh, it depends on, um, like the mom and the baby and like the position of the baby, like. I'm a I'm a heavier set girl, so I wasn't really showing until about month six or seven.
0: Okay, range July, so that will be month six. Because we're gonna be down in Chicago in April for the last podcast book tour. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that week we're not. I'm not. We're not recording an episode because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be in Michigan for three days. Um, but uh. My one of my friends, is a really awesome photographer, Jasmine Denise photography, go check her out um she like she travels and all that um I was thinking about surprising Jessica or some sort of shoot, but <laughs> I don't know what the theme would be, and I don't know
1: you don't even need a theme, you know you can just have like an outfit that she likes or we like a place that she likes
0: the zoo. we were gonna go to the zoo down there or the art museum she loves art, oh my God. The Van Gogh exhibit, Van Gogh, <laughs> uh, that's going to be in Michigan, and uh, it's one of Jessica's dreams is to see that stuff, so well, we, def- we definitely got to go see that, and then uh, the Marvel theme is coming to Michigan, like the Marvel exhibit, so we're
1: oh, going to awesome.
0: gonna have to go see that, too. It's like, why is all this cool shit happening now that she's pregnant? What the fuck?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know that feels...
0: And then My Chemical Romance announces the tour and I'm too poor to afford their tickets.
1: Dude, like, nobody can afford their tickets.
0: Well, because it's because scalpers are jumping in and buying them all. Assholes. Because they know people are going to buy them.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Not me. I pay $50 maximum for my concert tickets.
1: I've only been to four concerts, ever in my entire life, so. What the fuck? Yeah
0: man like what? okay what, what concerts
1: Um, uh, the first one was a uh christian ska band called the oc supertones
0: never heard of them
1: <laughs> yeah get ready for that to be a theme um oh
0: wait the ska or the christian part
1: <laughs> the i haven't heard of them part
0: oh i gotcha <laughs>
1: um i'm trying to think Okay, yeah, yeah, so it has been for. Okay, the second one was Nine Inch Nails. Okay. And the third one was The Fuxitos. Nope. Yeah. And the last one was MC Chris. Nope.
0: Yeah, see, the last concert I was at was The o Virtue Show, and that's just because I know them. Check them out, they're fucking awesome. Um, they're on the same label as we came as Romans, actually. School, yeah. Um, then before that, it was Avenge Sevenfold, bullet of My Valentine, and uh, uh Breaking Benjamin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then before that, it was Corn and Stone Sour. So, both awesome shows. Uh, I can't wait. I love going to concerts, and the fact that just because, like, you're going to all these concerts before the kid shows up, and I was like, it just kind of worked out like that, it's not planned. <laughs>
1: And, like, you know, this is like right, life's getting a little easier where we can afford a ticket here and there, and you're not going to have a lot of time for a little bit, so that's what grandmas are for. That's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, mine is like super short. When I say short, hold on, let me get mine pulled up. It's like almost a full page type. It's not very long. There was not as much information as I was thinking there was going to be.
1: That happens to me sometimes.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know how long yours is.
1: Uh, mine's never typed. So oh, okay. I can't read really let's say for sure. All right. Well, I can go first. I...
0: Um, mine, uh, uh, and the reason I thought there would be a lot of information is because there were 17 victims in total. Mine happened in Mother Russia. That is our president's favorite country. Oh, God. (laughs) I went there. (laughs) You did. Uh, We are talking about Irina Garamachuk, also known as Satan in a Skirt. Ooh. (laughs) I know. I saw that name. I was like, oh, man, 17 victims. This is going to be crazy. But it's not as insane as I thought it was going to be. She was a serial killer who killed 17 different women, ranging from ages 61 to 89, from 2002 to 2010. Well, roughly 2002 to 2010, because depending on the news source, it was either 2002 or 2003. Mm -hmm. Um, She was born in 1972, and at a very young age, she was addicted to alcohol and had very little to no parental authority she would uh gain access to elderly uh women's homes by posing as a social worker and once inside she would murder the victim with either an axe or a hammer
1: that's that's actually pretty unusual for a woman
0: yeah um but she would rob them of uh, any money they had so she could buy alcohol vodka mm-hmm. yeah so she was like very obviously addicted mm-hmm. <laughs> um in some instances though she would also set the house on fire in an attempt to cover her tracks and she like you know thought she was being a little slick by like murdering with different weapons and burning down certain houses um but the authorities while investigating had like linked each death each time it happened they were like okay this is connected to this one so they knew they were looking for one person Mm. um But it was a slow investigation, and there were not many leads. Uh, During the investigation, however, they interviewed more than 3,000 people.
1: Damn.
0: Which, yeah, that's a lot. But they were looking for a male, not a female.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. Like, given the murder weapon, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And just, I guess, probably the brutality of it.
1: And usually, like, women will um, do more passive kind of things. Like, um, uh, poisoning is a big one. Um and drowning and strangulation are, are typically like if you're gonna see a um, a female murderer that's typically what they use.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. So in 2010, she entered the home of an elderly woman and things didn't go quite as planned. Um, and I put and by that I mean she escaped. <laughs> <laughs> uh And I I don't know how like there's I could not find anything. It's just that this lady escaped. Um. And she was able to uh, get to the police, and she informed them the uh, killer was a woman. And so they were like, oh, fuck, we've been looking for a man. So (laughs) her final victim uh, came shortly after that. It was an 81-year-old woman named Alexandra (laughs) Povartz. (laughs) It's Alexandra's neighbor uh, says Irina left... uh, the victim's house right around the time of the murder. So the neighbor, you know, didn't really do much. Um, but shortly after that, they uh, caught Arena, And shortly after they caught her, she confessed to all the murders. Oh, okay. dang. Yeah, so they were like, she was like, yeah, I did it. She uh, stated that she committed the murders and robberies to pay for vodka because her husband refused to, refused to feed her addiction. Forensic psychiatric psych, psychiatric examination concluded that although she showed some variations in the mind, she was legally sane. Her court case began in February of 2012, and by June, she was charged with 17 counts of murder and one count of attempted murder. And Okay, so this is Russia. She killed 17 and attempted murder on one. How long do you think her prison sentence was?
1: With it being Russia, I would assume that would be, like, well, like, either, like, uh, I don't think they do the death penalty that much anymore. Like, life imprisonment in Siberia or something?
0: 20 years.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yes. And as you <laughs> guess, this outraged many of the victims' families.
1: Yeah.
0: Because she received just over one year for each victim.
1: Jesus.
0: Yeah, they stated that, you know, they believe she should never be freed, which, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, she had two hus- uh, two husbands, she had two children with her uh, now ex-husband, Yuri, and uh, he is quoted saying, I lived with her for 14 years, but I never suspected of anything, and uh, since this has happened, Yuri has since started a new relationship.
1: Well, I hope that goes well.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, shit. For 20 years!
1: That reminds me of... Oh, God, what's his name? Luis Alfredo Garavito Cubios? Cubios?
0: Luis Alfredo...
1: Garavito. G-A-R-A-V-I-T-O.
0: Luis Garavito, right here, bottom. The Beast, named after the Disney character.
1: Or <laughs> yeah, Tremblin,
0: named after Goofy.
1: Yeah, he's named after Goofy. Yeah. So, like... Okay, so his his sentence was... Um, originally Holy shit so, Yeah, <laughs> 138 confirmed um, killings claimed over 300 was originally sentenced to eight, uh, 1853 years reduced to 22, 22 That is years.
0: insane so is he alive still? Yeah he's still um, alive yeah. Let me see so
1: that is going with Yeah he's 63 years old So
0: Wonder where he's at now in life. Um. For collaboration and the prohibition of life imprisonment.
1: What does that mean? Uh, it was 58 days per murder, basically, is what he got sentenced to. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was your question? I'm just, I'm
0: just reading, this is insane.
1: Yeah, he's, like, it's, it's ridiculous, because, like, he was a child rapist, um, Oh, he's scheduled to be released
0: day. next year.
1: Oh, dang. Oh, dang.
0: Garavito oh. is currently serving his sentence in a maximum security pre- prison in Valladupar in the Department of Val Cesar in Colombia. He is held separately from all other prisoners because it is feared that he would be killed immediately. He is scheduled yep. to be released in 2021. Colombian law, however, says that those who have committed crimes against children are not eligible to receive any benefits with. Or, for i.e., from justice, and are required to spend at least 60 days of their sentence, and sorry, at least 60 years of their sentence in prison. In Garavito's case, this would mean that a national maximum 40 year imprisonment limit, and especially the reduction of our uh, considered justice benefits, would not be applicable in the number of years Garavito will spend in jail, could be as high as 80. What? Okay, so because. That uh, his um reduction is considered justice benefits, he may be able to, He may never be out of jail.
1: That would be good. I'm yeah. not really terribly familiar with Colombian law, so.
0: From what I gather, that's what they mean by that. That's insane. 2021. Jesus Christ! He'll be 64 years old. He could still have another 30 years.
1: I mean, honestly, um, I think he's probably better off staying in prison oh yeah for sure
0: like like if he doesn't get any sort of benefits once getting out i mean he's not gonna any
1: kind of protection like because oh yeah yeah like i mean you don't have 100 plus child victims without your face being plastered everywhere like yeah that's not gonna well, yeah i don't
0: yeah i want to stay in jail at that point yeah
1: keep me in solitary confinement please like threaten a guard or something you know like keep racking up them prison terms. I right, just go kick a guard in
0: the balls or some shit
1: right well you don't want to be too rough cause like, <laughs> cause then they'll be rough you never know like what kind <laughs> of retaliation you're gonna get so you know just uh yeah no, maybe kick like dirt on the guard's shoes or something. You know, just to piss them <laughs> off a little bit, but not enough to maybe be paralyzed or something. But again, don't know the Colombian system. I don't know if they have a an issue with police r- or guard brutality or anything.
0: Jesus, he would torture, rape, and then decapitate them. Oh my goodness. Yeah,
1: yeah. He was not a good guy. Or he's, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, at least. During his crime spree, he was not a good guy. I don't know how he is now.
0: Probably found God.
1: I, I think that's more of like an American thing.
0: I don't know. All I know is it's fucking stupid. Yeah. I hate that oh well it's felt like this guy, okay. I murdered 138 people. Like if I found God, I'm gonna go to heaven. It's like fuck you, no, you're not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it depends on your your exact mm. beliefs. But, like, if you're genuinely repentant, I could see you doing that. But if you're just, like, uh, delusional, then okay. What's the difference? (laughs) Uh, like, well, you know, like... I know, I know. I'm saying I'm sorry (laughs) just so I can get into heaven versus, like, I did a shitty thing. I was a shitty person. I don't want to be that shitty person anymore. Like, and that's nothing that, like, we could ever really determine...
0: Ever. Oh, man. All right. I've done enough offending Christians. (laughs) Tell me about your story.
1: So my story, uh, it begins in November of 1995 when 16-year-old Leander Taylor broke into the home of John and Mildred Hampton, who were both 79 years old at the time, while in his words, quote, on cocaine and acid...
0: Fuck yeah, Girl. living your best life.
1: Dude, right? <laughs> At 16? <16, laughs> like, damn, dude. So he assumed the home was empty and had intended to burglarize the couple. When Taylor was confronted by the Hamptons, he grabbed a lamp as a weapon and beat them with it. He later used the money that he gained from the robbery and assault to rent a hotel room and throw a party. Okay. So John Hampton died of his injuries two months later. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The majority of his time recovering was spent in a coma. Mildred survived the attack, but she required extensive uh, reconstructive surgery to her face. So Taylor pleaded guilty to the attack later claiming drugs and sex and rock and roll had been predominantly Don't you put
0: that on rock and roll.
1: This is on, this is his words. Like, I mean, you know, you, <laughs> you blame whatever you want.
0: Okay. So, I mean, I don't know if this kind of goes with it, but maybe, uh, have you seen that new, that documentary on Hulu, the, uh, praise Satan or
1: I have not Somewhere like, like it comes up on my recommendations, but then I ended up going to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Is that what it's called? Praise Satan. Uh yeah. I think it's just Hail Satan to be honest.
0: Hail Satan is it? Hail Satan. Pretty sure. I don't know. I liked it. I liked the uh... Yeah, Hail Satan. Um I liked how they were trying to explain what the Satanic Temple was.
1: Do they do a good job or do they do like the Hollywood version?
0: Probably they do. I, I did, they uh, had the one of the founders. They had the founders of the Satanic Temple talking about it and everything. So I think they did a pretty well, that's good
1: job. Good. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, just like, oh, I feel like they kind of. Yeah, I feel like they
0: kind of went more in depth. Like, uh, as much as I love like the whole point of the Satanic Temple, uh, I get the point. They're just <laughs> bored atheists. <laughs> like, uh like I, I, I love the whole like I love like I like their commandments and all that mm-hmm. good stuff, and um. You know, the whole point of it, like, you know, you can't have freedom of your religion. You gotta have freedom of all religion.
1: hmm
0: And, uh, so I, 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 like, I understand the whole point of the Satanic Temple. But I don't know, man. Some of, the, some of these people just seem like just pissed off atheists that had nothing better to do. I mean, probably. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I've, I've got quite a few Satanist friends, and that pretty much sums them up. <laughs>
0: I want to get the Baphomet tattoo on me. Uh, but instead of, like, you know, the, how he has those, the hands up pointing up and down, I want the, pans, the hands that are pointing up to have, like, the devil horns. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, Hail yourself. It's my little tribute <laughs> to last podcast. It's, an, it's a super edgy tattoo, and I want it.
1: It's not edgy enough.
0: Not edgy enough? No. Hmm. And I don't want, I like, I like the Baphomet that they, so, uh, Have you seen the Baphomet statue that they got made? Uh, which one? The one that they got made to like in
1: Texas, I think. Yeah, I believe so. The bronze one, yeah, with the two children
0: like looking up at him.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So they said that they uh, um, constructed his body that they used, they used Iggy Pop's body as a reference. I, well, I like this a, version better than like the version with boobs. Just I like cuts. the version with
1: boobs though, because like cause the whole thing is for duality, you know, the the masculine and the feminine. Yeah, but, but I don't want that on my body. Iggy Pop, <laughs> Iggy Pop's kind of masculine and feminine too. Yeah,
0: well, I just don't want boobs on my body.
1: Why not? What is there something what? wrong with having boobs on your body? I want boobs <sighs> on my body.
0: You know what I mean? A tattoo that people can see. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's probably a good call.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Wait, did we finish yours? Nope. Okay, I'm sorry. I interrupted. We real. my bad.
1: That's all good. Uh, I'll just start that that paragraph from the top (laughs) for anyone that forgot. Okay. So, Taylor pleaded guilty to the attack, later claiming that drugs and sex and rock and roll had been predominantly responsible and received a term of life imprisonment. While serving this sentence, Taylor joined the white supremacist group, the Aryan Brotherhood. He, he later claimed he joined simply for his own protection while in prison and that he wasn't actually a racist. I mean,
0: I can kind of, un- yeah. No, I, I-,
1: I absolutely I can see that. Like, yeah,
0: as bad as I, I want to say I can see
1: it, I can totally see it. I mean, like, like I haven't been in prison so I don't know what it's like. So I'm not gonna judge anybody. Like
0: Well, if it's they, either putting my moral I mean, fuck. At that point it's like, what's more important, your morals or your life? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like like for me, I would I would not just because that's not a hard decision for me to make. It would just be, you know, morals over physical pain and death. But Yeah, okay, I'm you say that, that now. Me. But oh, if you're no, actively yeah, no, like, getting, like, shanked. <laughs> that's that's definitely, like, that's one of those things that, like, like sometimes I'm like, you know, maybe. But no, that's, that's a definite, like, hard no for me. All right. But I can't say that that's an easy choice for everyone. And I'm not going to judge somebody, especially if that's why they're saying that they did it. Like, don't agree. Still not going to judge. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Excuse me. So um another inmate, Daniel Rich Borg? Borg? I don't know. Uh it's late. R-I-C-H-B-O-U-R-G. Yep.
0: Um he noticed,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. he noticed some of his um some of his property had been stolen, so he enlisted the help of Taylor to get revenge against the person he believed was responsible who was a black inmate named Donta Green. So and this is where the, the Aryan Brotherhood comes into oh, okay. account. Um, so Taylor approached Green during breakfast in April of 1999, placed Green into a headlock, and then stabbed him repeatedly with an 8-inch, which is 20 centimeters, rod-like shank, which resembled an ice pick. While the other inmate was armed with a sharpened piece of plastic. So immediately following this fatal stabbing, Taylor bragged about killing Green, boasting that he had stabbed his victim 25 to 30 times. The autopsy showed he had been stabbed 13 times. Um, And a good portion of those were superficial cuts. Despite the initial admission of guilt, Taylor later recanted and claimed self-defense. In an interview with the Associated Press years later, Taylor said, quote, I am here for defending myself from eight black dudes in prison.
0: Uh, okay, so he might have just been a racist guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, The jury did not accept the self-defense plea and Taylor was convicted of murder and sentenced to death. He attempted to appeal the sentence by claiming it was against his rights to give him a death penalty when his crime was committed as a minor. And he was citing the crime of killing um, John Hampton and seriously wounding Mildred Hampton. The uh, The court asserted capital punishment was not given for the murder of John Hampton which was committed whenever he was 16, but for the murder of Dante Green, committed when he was 20. Despite mm. the explanation of the ruling, Taylor insisted the punishment was in uh, retaliation for not being sentenced to death as a teen, stating, quote, the state couldn't give me the death penalty when I was 16, so they got back at me.
0: No, it's because you killed another guy.
1: Yeah, like... Well, Dude.
0: Obviously reforms not working for you,
1: <laughs> right? Like I get it. You're probably trying to pull out anything you can to to maybe have a shadow of a doubt, maybe a chance. Don't blame me on that. Um so Taylor was executed by lethal injection on June 16th, 2011. I don't like the lethal injection. I do not either. Like I'm I'm kind of a fan of like um and some country is over in the far east um i believe singapore is one of them they inject a sedative into you you fall asleep and then they shoot you in the back through the heart and i'm all for that yeah because you literally just go to
0: sleep like it'd be like taking some nyquil
1: yeah exactly and it's like you know it's cheap it's a bullet done like see i was gonna say i kind of like the firing squad I don't, I don't, well, like, I like well, the firing squad for dramatic effect.
0: Exactly. Um, like that one, I think you actually posted about it recently. Um, that guy said, oh, fuck. He chose, <laughs> he chose firing the firing squad because he did not commit the murder and he wanted like, he wanted it to be, uh, you know, the state is committing a murder against him.
1: Oh God. Yeah. Um, poop. You know what I'm talking about, though. I do. Go check out Today in
0: Horror History for your daily horror needs. Mm.
1: But, okay, yeah. So he was executed by lethal injection on June 16th, 2011. His final statement addressed to his family, as well as to Greens, touched on redemption. He said, quote, There are 300 people on death row, and not every one of them is a monster. The state of Texas is carrying out a very inhuman and unjust situation. It's not right to kill anybody, not the way I did it or the way it's being done to me. Everyone changes, right? Life is about experience and people change. For all you people, I defended myself when I killed your family member. Prison is a bad place. I didn't set out to kill him, but he would not have been in prison if he was a saint. I hope you all understand that. I hope you don't find satisfaction in this watching a human being die. What the fuck? Yeah, and then he concluded his statement with, "I'm ready to teleport."
0: (laughs) Beam me up, Scotty. (laughs) God damn it! No, okay, he's playing the victim.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not a big fan of that. Like, I like. I can kind of get into his headspace of like where he was at, like as he was about to die. Like, yeah, I get it. And, like, dude's been in prison since he was 16. Man, like, I'm I having such crazy whole... deja vu. Really? Yeah,
0: like, we've talked about this before. God, I hate it. I hate deja <laughs> vu so much. I swear to God, I'm psychic. I've had this discussion before with my brother. We had it the other day.
1: Or have you?
0: <gasps> no, we definitely did. <laughs> because, like, like, the one instance I use is we and him were both high. And we walked into the house, and it was dark, and my first thought was, let there be light. And then as soon as I thought that, he turned on the light, and he said, let there be light. And I was like, whoa. That was, I was like, dude, I was just thinking that. And he goes, what am I thinking right now? And I was like, dude, I'm not driving you to Taco Bell. He goes, holy shit, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was just thinking, take me to Taco Bell. And then like something happened just the other day. I was like, dude, I'm telling you, I, I was psychic.
1: It's a little matrix.
0: It is, man. Especially, I hate that with Deja Vu, sometimes you're like, this is gonna happen, and then it does like a second later, and you're like, did I really know that was gonna happen, or is that just pre-thinking? You know?
1: They say, like, okay, so this is one, like, rational explanation of Deja Vu, which I think is bullshit, and I'll get to that in a second. (laughs) This is the rational explanation, I'm gonna tell you why it's wrong. (laughs) Well, okay, so the explanation is that, um... Fluorescent lights cause it. What? No. Yeah. So the the theory behind it is, fluorescent lights are always like pulsating, and your brain, being dumb thinking machine, goes, "Let's count all these flashes that we're just like barely picking up on." So it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 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 and while it's preoccupied doing that, things are happening, and then your brain switches between them. So like something just happened, your brain's like, oh, what am I up to? Count wise, oh wait, let me go back to this thing that's happening. Oh, did that actually just happen? Like, am I am I a psychic? Did I just pick that up? But that's bullshit because déjà vu predates fluorescent lights.
0: Right, so and like it happens, uh, not around for yeah, fluorescent exactly. lights. Like
1: <laughs> so, that theory is just like immediately just it's dumb. Nah and then there's also the whole uh this is much more on the spiritual end um that you're constantly reliving your life and that it overlaps itself
0: yeah um time is all all the time is happening at one instance
1: yep and it just overlaps that's
0: that's a whole fucking insane rabbit hole we can go down someday like holy could you imagine like what like time is not real it's insane to think about. Yeah, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Oh, ah, sorry, I keep interrupting you. Were you done? I was done. Oh, okay, good.
1: <laughs> yeah, the uh, the death of said person was was the end of his story. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he kind of just went like uh, that. Logic, though. Like Like, I can see what he's trying to say but at the same time he's just trying to save face any way he can.
1: Yeah. Like and yeah. I mean dude was in prison since he was 16. Like you can't really grow up in prison. You know like you can grow up but not in the right ways.
0: Right. But it too today.
1: It two? Just, or yeah,
0: it chapter it, two. It two. It,
1: it chapter two. And <laughs> have
0: you have you seen it yet?
1: Yes, yeah, I'm there. It was,
0: it was alright. I mean, I liked it. I liked the animation and all. Like, I liked the story, but at the same time, it didn't scare me at all. And
1: the person didn't really scare me either. So um, no, Well,
0: like, I don't know. Horror movies what? don't scare me really anymore. Like, the only time I get scared are like. Stupid jump scares like, oh it was just a cat. Came out of nowhere, (laughs) you know, shit like that.
1: (laughs) Well like Yeah, those don't get me at all.
0: Oh no, like I was a little disappointed I didn't jump at all. I mean it was it was good though. I liked it. I enjoyed it.
1: I liked it except for um (laughs) um like well the uh the tokens thing. Yeah, that was kind of yeah Well I was I was even fine with all of that. I just wish they would have um Explain that. Explain that more.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because
1: like, um, there's a a YouTube channel, the Film Theorists, uh, and he goes over the Matt Pat goes over the um, uh, the tokens and why the uh the ritual didn't work at first, and it involved um spoilers for anybody (laughs) that has not watched it and wants to watch it and doesn't want to be spoiled. Just leave. I'm gonna ramble for a second let you leave okay so (laughs) um so everybody had to destroy their tokens and it wasn't so much the actual destruction of the physical token itself it was separating yourself from that um trauma that crisis that you had so um one of the things for seth and richie was that Not Seth. Seth Green played Richie in the first one. Wow. Eddie and Richie is that um, Richie had a crush on, was in love with Eddie and Mm. he was, Eddie was Richie's token as like his shame for being gay. And once it killed Eddie he destroyed Richie's token and that let him be killed by the losers club and uh like after thinking of it like that it made a lot more sense because it was like oh we need all these these tokens we need to do the ceremony blah 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 and then it comes down to we're just really mad let's make fun of it and it'll turn into a baby and we can kill it easier like that made no sense but
0: yeah at all
1: yeah but hearing it as um uh, Eddie was Richie's token and made a lot more sense
0: yeah but like yeah I had to like kind of let him go
1: yeah which that was that was just heartbreaking
0: yeah I know like uh, I, I like the one scene I did enjoy was when they went back to those three doors the not scary at all <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that was great uh, I was
0: like ah callback back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's definitely... the time, like,
0: I was just getting annoyed. Like, it's not real. You guys know it's not real. Stop freaking out. Just remind yourselves it's not real.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then I... and
0: then the skeleton driving the car. That annoyed the yeah. shit out of me. That was still
1: <laughs> <laughs> It was really hard for me to um like watch the remake, like both of them. Um having watched the original, like, a uh, miniseries so much. Like, I watched that a whole lot. So it was really hard for me to, um, like, disassociate the two. Okay. But yeah. I still... I still enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I saw, I also, doub- uh, I, I saw Double Tap today, too. It was movie ooh. day for me, Jessica. I mean, you know how sequels go. Yeah. It was a fun zombie killing movie, I'll say that.
1: <laughs> I mean that's all you can really hope for yeah. most of the
0: time. Alright. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Dead Talk Pod for Twitter and Instagram. Follow today in Horror History for your daily dose of Sarah's blog. Crack beats, thank you for the intro and outro. And email us at the at gmail dot com. Let's go to our feel-good news story. As soon yeah, as I yeah, get yeah. this fucking ad, there it goes away. Now it's back. Okay. Okay, this was written by Zachary Davis Boren. Oh, wait, this is, wait why is this so old? <laughs> what? This was on the front page. Why would you show me this if it's this old? I'm mad. Let me find a new one. It says January 31st, 2020, and then I click on it. And it says Friday, 19th, June, 2015. Why? Oh, no, yeah.
1: They may have, like, updated it or, like, updated one of the ads or something stupid on there.
0: I'm going to read it anyways. Fuck it if it's old news. It made me happy.
1: If it's happy, it's happy. Don't got to be new.
0: They were once military bases at the center of a 50-year war between the world's two superpowers, and they will soon become a haven for rare birds and other animals. The German government has announced plans to convert 62 disused military bases just west of the Iron Curtain into nature reserves for eagles, woodpeckers, bats, and beetles. Environment Minister Barbara Hendricks said, We are seizing a historic opportunity with this conversion. Many areas that were once a no-go zone are no longer needed for military purposes. We are fortunate that we can now give these places back to nature. Together, the bases are... 31,000 hectares. Heck, acres. Hectares. <laughs> that's equivalent to 40,000 football pitches. The conversion will see, for American people, that's soccer fields, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the conversion will see Germany's total area of protected wildlife increase by a quarter. After toying with the idea of selling the land off as real estate, the government opted instead to make a grand environmental gesture. It will, oh my god, stupid ad, go away. I don't like your site, independent.co.uk. <laughs> After, you tell uh, me. It will become another addition to what is now known as the European Green Belt. A spokesperson from the European Green Belt told the Independent, "In the remoteness of the inhuman inhuman border." Fortifications of the Iron Curtain, nature was able to develop nearly undisturbed. Today, the European Green Belt is an ecological network and memorial landscape, running from the barrens to the Black Sea. No. So yeah, wildlife. Woo. Woo. I always love the stories where the people where people are like, "Hey, we should probably like help these animals because we kind of fucked them up." Yeah. That's always nice. All right. Well, that's the episode, guys. <laughs> Yay. Sorry, it's a uh, week late or a dollar short. But, well, you know, we have jobs, people.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> All right. Well, like responsibilities. Yeah. I got to go to work in the morning, which sucks.
1: I got to get my kiddo to school in the morning. <laughs> that also sucks. Yeah. It's good, though. It does are good. Yeah.
0: I thought about homeschooling just for the fact that. Our school systems are jokes, but at the same time, like, not, like, my I homeschooled, they wouldn't really get the social interaction.
1: Yeah, the social interaction's the biggest thing for me right now.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's another t- topic for another time. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, yep. we'll talk to you next time. Bye! Bye!